goes the dynamite. Welcome into the Clay Edwards Show, the free range human show of choice, also known as your daily dose of reality radio. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app. And Alexa, just search WYAB. If you can't remember any of that, you're out of town, just go to clayedwardsshow.com, click the Listen Live link at the top of the page, and boom, you should be listening live, unless we've crashed the servers again because we have so many listeners. How cool is that, man? If you had told me three years ago that they were going to have to expand the network because we had so many listeners streaming the show, not just um, on the radio, I would have probably called you a liar. Know what I would have done and be like, huh, I know, <laughs> but I'd have been lying. I was like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> anyway, shout out to everybody out there this morning. Hey, uh, r- real quick, man, I want to give a shout out to all the all the hardworking uh, girl bosses out there, the big the big women, the hardworking women in the family. Um, there was a time where women sat at the house and had girls day every day while the men just worked. You had the whole day to yourselves and you blew it because y'all wanted to work instead of be wives think about that while you're sitting in traffic this morning when you could have been on your third mimosa already with no men in sight biggest fumble in history biggest fumble in history all you strong independent women uh could have just sat at home big old girls day play bunko you know gossip on the phone Go to all your little social clubs. Nope. Nope. Got to get that independence. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Gay guys, you too. Gay guys. Just had to go and ruin y'all's whole thing by by getting married, by demanding the, the right to get married. You know, because there's always that one person in the relationship that's usually way more into the thought of marriage than the other and and you know the one guy sitting there he's like oh shucks man too bad we can't get married i know it's terrible it's terrible we can't get married oh what do you mean they changed the law guess what we get to get married (laughs) and there goes the all the perks of not being able to get married (laughs) anyway I'm half kidding about all that this morning. I made that post on Facebook yesterday, and it was very polarizing. We'll say that. Some people do not decipher sarcasm. Others do. Others do. Somebody shared it on uh, Twitter and tagged me in it, and um, a gay guy commented that I can't believe somebody procreated with this person. I'm like, well, you know what? Um, Attractive straight Christian women actually find me wildly uh, sexy and entertaining and funny. So a particular one, in in particular, uh, this one that, you know, really likes me. So anyway, good times. Guns of Gear text line 769-241-1944. The phone line this morning, 601-879-0002. Question of the day, did women screw it up? Women, did, 
you wish you could take it all back now? Uh, you know, on a serious note, like, let me spin something off of this. On a serious note, do you think the women's rights movement, you know, that got women into the workplace and pushed for all the girl bosses, and which I look, I've worked for women. I have no problem with any of that stuff. I don't want to come across something like that. But let's take this back to the nuclear family and then making everything so expensive and, you know, kind of sh- forcing women into the workplace. More by necessity, really, because everything's gotten so expensive. Now both parents have to work. Well, you know, I heard a phrase a while back, and I'd never heard it before. Apparently, I'm one of these people, a latchkey kid. You know, I, just been a, I guess it meant you had a key, your, key to your house. And you, know, you just got off the bus or got out of school and you, you had your own key to the house because your parents weren't there. So you were a latchkey kid. I, say, I don't know if I necessarily understand the play on words there. But I was just a I had a key I had a key to the house kid. Um, I do believe a lot of the problems that this country is currently facing right now uh, come from the fact that both parents, typically speaking, nowadays are in the workplace, and there rarely is there a mother at home whose legitimate full time job is being the mother. You know, and I know shout out to the, I know some dads that are the um, full time dad in the house. Like that's their job. Like m- you know, we call it Mister Mom or whatever. You know, we joke about that stuff and we try to like downplay those people. Or not when I say we, I mean like society. You know, tries to like pick out like oh, I wish I had your job just to get to sit home and watch the View all day and play with kids. God, I'd rather go work for minimum wage than I would watch the View. Neither here nor there. No, but we've downplayed the importance of that of that person in our nuclear family. It's like it's frowned upon now if there's a parent that stays home to you know actually parent. Such an important role. Such an important role. I you know I look up to people who are good parents, and you you can tell when somebody's a good parent, and you can tell when somebody is not, and. uh so it's um, I wasn't planning on talking about this. I sound like I'm stuttering a little bit. I'm kind of just rolling on this. It was a hot hand. I'm rolling with it. Yeah, if if you um can afford now, look, there's some people that abuse it. I know some guys whose women, whose wives, stay home and are the stay-at-home parent, and they're drunks, and they don't they don't handle the free time well at all. I mean, look, I don't get up and other than this radio show, I don't have anywhere I necessarily have to be the rest of the day. But I try to stay very busy with a little task. You know, whether it's sending emails, making videos, looking for potential sponsors, working out, which I have not been doing enough of. You know, I just try to stay busy enough that I don't want to end up sipping on a mimosa myself at lunchtime or brunch. So free time, free time can be the devil's uh, playground a, a little bit, but there's the mother mothers out there who man, they got a schedule. You know, it's all on the refrigerator. You got more than one kid, or one kid, it doesn't matter. And they got it all figured out, and it's it's truly a full time job shuttling kids from school to football to baseball to cheer and back to band and just everything else. You know, shout out to y'all.
You know, I, I would love to see some statistics on how the kids who grew up in a house where there was a parent home all the time, not just both parents in the house, but some statistics that show a full-time parent being in the house, hands-on, helping with homework, all that stuff. How did those kids turn out versus kids who both parents had to work full-time jobs? How did, were there any teen arrests, teen pregnancy? Um, did they get into college? How did they graduate? I would love to see some of those numbers. And I'm look, I'm not saying one way's right, one way's wrong. I'm not attacking anybody here. I mean, both of my parents worked. Uh, my dad was at home a little more because he was self-employed, but at the end of the day, both parents worked full-time jobs. So you know, I don't want to use me as the example here. Let's check some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, Spook says, uh, leaving a message for Kim. Unknown texture. You're killing me. It's less about necessity and more about the desire for more stuff, bigger houses, newer cars, etc. Is this a preferred text line? Yes, this is a preferred text line. Um, Latchkey kids were created in the 90s version of a Karen. Latchkey kids were created by the 90s version of a Karen. Gotcha. Blake on the Guns and Gear text line says, Clay woke up this morning and decided to pee in all the Liberals' Cheerios. Yeah. Hardcore feminists get mad about this kind of stuff. I wish they got as mad about uh, men trying to pretend to be women. Where did all them feminists go? Where are all them feminists at? Where y'all at? You got a whole group of men out here trying to pretend to be women. Strong, independent women with a third leg. I don't see y'all raising much cane about that. Playing y'all sports. Taking y'all scholarships. Taking your spots. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Good morning, this buddy. Hey, buddy. Look, I was, I will be 75 my birthday. I was a latchkey kid, as you'd call it, from 10. That didn't create a problem. What created a problem now is, look, if I got out of line, my daddy'd take a belt to me and tear my hide up. And I, you know, I knew my rules. I knew my limitations. And they can say fear isn't good, but, uh, uh, I was fearful of doing something wrong. And, Lord, my daddy always found it. Now, my mama, all she had to say to me was, I'm disappointed or ashamed, and I'd break down and blubber like a two-year-old. But what is wrong right now, I ran into it, had an incident where I was with kids. One was seven years old, and just every rule in the world broke was hitting people, and the mother said, well, you have to understand that she is only seven, and she doesn't understand rules yet. That's what's wrong. I felt like grabbing the mom up, whooping her butt. Yep. But that's what's, I mean, it's just, you know, 
everybody gets a participation trophy. There's no such thing as bad. Oh, I can't do corporal punishment. You know, uh, I take away their video game for 30 minutes and all right. Now, I've got sons raising kids. Uh, I know they hated it when I, I whipped them when they was kids, but they whipped theirs. And, uh, you know, I hadn't had any of my boys go to jail. So I must have done something halfway right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think you said, I look, I hate to use the word good parent. I like to say a responsible parent. A responsible parent is one that's molding their kid so that they'll do the right thing. Also, that uh, the daddy has the fear of God in them. And look, I've talked to your daddy. I sort of think your daddy had the fear of God in you. Oh, he did. Look, man, I got beat with every every square inch of my body got beat with that belt when they wanted to come after me. It was not just a bend over and take a whooping on the butt. It was whatever skin ain't covered by clothes is getting got, son. Well, my daddy was... He was a psychologist before child psychologist. My daddy, I remember he'd come in and say to me, okay, you did so-and-so and so-and-so wrong today, and I'm going to whip you. I'll be home tomorrow afternoon at 545. You'll be standing in the bathroom. Now, so I get 24 hours to think about it. At one time, I got outside and messed up. And wasn't in there. And he came out and got me. He took me to the bathroom and he whipped me. Then he looked at me and he said, now, that's the whipping you were getting today. Now, tomorrow at 545, when I get home, I'm going to give you a whipping for not being in here today like the coach. And then you got to think about it for 24 hours. And you're trying to figure out how to get out of it. Can I behave enough to not get this whooping? And it's just a, it's a vicious cycle of, of effing around and finding out. Yeah, well, we got out. What happened with that day? I remember it well. I was 10, 11 years old. Man, when I got home from school, I went in there and parked my butt in the bathroom and waited. I scared, you know, to miss it. And, uh, you know, my mom and daddy never had to come get me out of jail. And, you know, I became, I went to work at 12 years old to public. I am 74 and I'm still working. And I work now because that's all I know how to do, and I sort of enjoy being productive. But it's the parents not being responsible is the problem. I, you know, if and I don't believe. Well, one thing I think's uh, contributing to it. Look, if a kid acts bad in school, they pop a pill in his mouth. He's got some kind of uh, alphabet disease. Oh God, you're so right, so right, brother. And I have, look, I've taught martial arts. I've taught it 35, 40 years. I have taken kids in, and this is no big thing on me. It's on the martial arts that they say they were ADD and hyper and all that. And after a while, they quit being hyper because they get focused on doing something. And my deal is, and I, I tell parents this, what I say in this place goes. Unless Jesus walks in tonight, I'm the nearest thing to God's going to be in here. And I demand, you know, and and I, I see kids that are can't stand still, learn to stand still. So, but look, I enjoy the, the show, and you just keep giving them hell. I sure will, buddy. Appreciate you, brother. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. This is 
the Clay Edwards Show, rolling on down the tracks just like the Trump train. Toot, toot. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Advanced Tree Care. Guys, only one number you need to remember when you need a certified, licensed tree surgeon, and that is 601-455-TREE. 601-455-TREE. They have been licensed, bonded, and insured right here in Central Mississippi for over 40 years years specialize in pruning well excuse me proper pruning because there's some unproper pruning out there too you don't want to do no unproper pruning you want proper pruning trimming they're open 24 7 365 days a year they offer tree removal tree pruning proper pruning tree cabling brush and debris haul off stump grinding lot clearing and storm work cleanup they're known for taking down the trees others walk away from. And my friends, they will, in fact, literally go out on a limb for you. That's Advanced Tree Care, 601-455-TREE, 601-455-TREE. Lock the number in your phone. That's all you got to do. You got a tree down, need any of that stuff done, they will get you taken care of. Locally owned, locally operated, licensed, bonded, insured. 40-plus years in business right here in central Mississippi. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do anything for 40 years uh, that involves people paying you to do it and you not be good at it. Word of mouth spreads at some point, and you don't get to do it no more. These guys are obviously top-notch at what they do, and we appreciate them being a part of the show here on WYAB. Now, we got a bunch of text uh, on our previous topic about parents and uh, mothers getting out of the house to be boss to be boss girls, and when they could be drinking mimosas in the morning and sitting back just waiting on their kids to get out of school, joining Moms for Liberty. No, we had to go get full time jobs. Here's a um, text on the Guns and Gear text line. That number, by the way, is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. So good morning, Clay. I'm a mother of four. All are grown now. I believe families were stronger when a mother was home. Kids were nourished. Family values were better. The house would stay clean, and we could and we could all eat at the table every night as a family. It makes a difference. I knew where my kids were and who they were with. Now, my daughter is a stay-at-home mother. One son is, in a, is a school administrator one son is a contractor, and one son is a finance is in finance at a local dealership. That's how you do it. Congratulations on the success of your children. That sounds great. I wonder. I bet you. I know your son if he's in finance around here. I want to circle back to a comment she made earlier. You know, earlier in that text, she said the house would stay clean and we could all eat at the family table. Or no, no, no. She says the kids were nourished. All that kind of made me think about something. I wonder. If that's about the time, about the time the the both parents went into work, is that about the time the obesity rate spiked in America? Is when the one of the parents weren't home in the afternoons for a healthy lunch or that after school snack, and then you got both parents working, so they're probably just grabbing fast food or pizza 
on the way home or getting something delivered that's not healthy? Is it a cooking dinner every night? Really makes you think. Like uh, I've noticed, like my girlfriend, she tries to cook dinner every night, and it's always something just, just a little healthier than what, what we would get out on the road. Uh, let's say out on the road. I just mean out in the world, whether it be fast food, pizza, you know, even quote unquote healthy food. You know, there's a everything's got a ton of bread or carbs in it now. Just food for thought. You know, I bet you that that's a big reason we see an obesity epidemic right now is because parents both got out, got into the workplace, not getting off to after five or six. You know, you don't have time to go home and cook a whole lot of dinner when you don't get off work to five, six o'clock. You're probably not getting settled into the house by seven. Then you got to cook for an hour. A lot, and when you do cook like that, a lot of it's, you know, boxed foods and and definitely not whole foods. I, I think I have... I think I've stumbled on to something here. Let's read some more of your text. Let's see here. Great text, by the way. Uh, unknown, unknown texture. Thank you. Jess says, I rebelled and got tore up a few times. Both of my parents worked full time. I basically had to fafo. I'm staying home, mom. It's not easy. I truly find God to get my, I truly found God to get my life together. Absolutely. Let's see here. Unknown texture. Latch, uh, or said that says whooping a kid should not be a thought should not be thought of as a beating and violence. It should be thought of as a teaching as teaching law and order. That's what this country seems to be missing now is respect for law and order. That is a great way to look at it. You know, it teaches consequences and repercussions. I I talked about this at the tail end of Tuesday's show. There's a video that I shared on my ex account that showed a, a bunch of 11th graders up against the wall getting pepper sprayed at a school. And of course, the internet is losing its ever loving mind. It's all white kids, by the way. <laughs> God, if you'd imagine if there had been a black kid in there, uh, uh, Sharpton, Crump, Jesse, they'd all be. Down with a vengeance. Anyway, <clears throat> and what all the parents signed off on it and said, "Yes, that's fine. Let's do it." And it was to teach kids that what effing around and finding out what a cop could lead to. No, could have shot some of them to teach them a real lesson with some rubber bullets and be like, "Now imagine not recovering from that." And I'm not suggesting do that, but hey, it may not be the worst idea. For some, some, for some of the more knuckleheads out there, like what I was growing up, you know, let me let me feel a little of that heat. Maybe maybe the stun gun, you know, something like that. Anyway, and it was to teach kids the consequences and repercussions for, or what could happen if a traffic stop or an interaction with a cop escalates. You know, it's like you could get pepper sprayed or worse. So. I got pepper sprayed one time. I wasn't the target. We read Inez's, and anytime a fight broke out at the on the on the dance floor, or anywhere in the club for that matter, Miss Inez wouldn't spray you in the face. She would spray it down at the ground. And if you got a whiff of it, you knew real quick that you didn't want no more of it. Uh, Miss Inez was ahead of her time when it came to that. Didn't need a whole lot of security. Just 
spray a little pepper spray on the floor. Everybody immediately disabled. <laughs> Let's read some more text here real quick. They're coming on in this morning. Great text this morning. Great text. Let's see here. Uh, Anthony says, my mama beat me to death one time, did CPR and beat me to death again. <laughs> Anthony, did it, did it work? Did it work? Let's see. Um, unknown texture. When I was growing up in the 80s, we played outside all day. If you didn't come home bleeding, it wasn't a good day. There was literally no obesity among my crew. We couldn't keep weight on. Our snacks were raiding people's plum trees. Yeah, I think we're on to something here, guys. If you play outside and not play on video games, there's a good chance that you may, in fact, not be an obese kid. And if, uh, if you're an obese kid riding in the car this morning with your parents on the way to school, I'm not picking at you. Uh, I'm praying for you. Praying for you. Play a little dodgeball. Oh, Shannon, man, what is up, my friend? It says, you just brought up Inez's. Showing your age now. <laughs> no doubt. Let's see here. Unknown texture. What about Linden's? Do you remember that place? They had a bouncer named Mario. He was about seven foot three, 400 pounds. That was his pepper spray. I do not, do not remember Linden's. That may have been before my time. Um, Earl and Pearl... Earl the Pearl, Earl from Pearl. I stumbled into an online debate recently about corporate punishment, a corporal punishment in schools. I taught for 15 years, and I can tell you it's the only thing that works for some. But so many of these days, but so many of these days, view it as barbar, 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 barbarism, and they are, and they were appalled. I would even suggest it used today. They have no idea. I, I'm just telling you, man. I know we talk about it. It's you know, it's, it's become cliche. You know, the whole FAFO thing. We, you know, we beat it into the ground, but it's so relevant. The finding out part is such a rite of passage because if you find out strong or hard enough. Violently enough, you you don't want to do the the effing around part nearly as much. I mean, look, I like to f around and find out. It, it's it's been great for me. <laughs> it it keeps me in check. It's like a checks and balance system for my life. But I don't like doing it nearly as much as I used to. Like, no, I can actually look at it, look at it, and look at something nowadays and say, Mm-mm, the F-O part of this equation is not going to be worth the F-A part of this equation. I don't want to do it. I'm doing good enough when I'm not even F-A-N. It's still F-O. No good deed goes unpunished. Let's read a few more of your texts. I've got a lot I wanted to talk about today. I, I set up last night to 11 o'clock doing show prep, and this was not none of it. But I think that's what makes this show fun, right? I know there's some diehard politicos listening right now. Talk about Trump. Talk about the Supreme Court. (laughs) We're going to, I promise. 
uh, Spartacus in Jackson says, Hey, Clay, when was the last time you've seen a kid ride bikes or even playing outside? Also, so many kids don't even ride the school bus anymore. Well, I understand I want to ride the school bus. Now, it's funny you brought up this bicycle thing. Because when I was living out there in South Jackson over off Forest Hill Road, man, that area's gotten so bad. Sort of the hostage situation out there the other day in the old Brookwood Country Club. When I was, we got a caller on hold, caller stay there. So I lived out in that area, that Byron Forest Hill Road, South Jackson area for a long time. And I, for the last decade, I never saw kids ride bikes. Ever. Period. Never really even saw them walking around outside. Rather peaceful. I move out to Crossgates thinking, man, I'm going to have to make sure I, I'm, I'm careful and I don't want to run over a kid on a bicycle or anything like that. This is the, one of the largest neighborhoods in the state, if not the largest. Uh, I'm sure because it's a safer area, you're probably more likely to see kids riding around. Man, I can probably count on one hand how many times I saw kids on bicycles. And usually it was just a kid by himself. And then I moved to downtown, Brandon. You know, a lot of a lot of families down there, neighborhoods, all that. I've been down there over a year. September was a year. So almost a year and a half. Anyway, I have not seen a single kid on a bicycle. The only person I've seen on a bicycle was Fred Shanks, and it was an electric bicycle. So, yeah, to your point, kids aren't doing stuff outside anymore. I'll also say this, though, in, in defense of that, a lot of kids – are so wrapped up into, like, if you play high school sports now or you're involved in cheer or whatever else, the time constraints and the the demands on your time with that are so intense that between that and classes, it almost doesn't allow you time to just go be a kid. So I'm not saying every kid in Brandon is is a baseball, football player or cheer team. I'm just saying that there are a lot of kids out there still getting good exercise, but they're playing sports and whatnot to do it. we got to take a break real quick, guys. A ton of great texts coming in. we got a bunch of stuff we're going to hit, too. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We will be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, be sure to check out Watkins Construction and Roofing for all of your Roof repair and replacement needs right here in central, well, statewide and in Alabama, but they're locally owned and operated right here in central Mississippi. You can check them out online at nomoredrip.com, nomoredrip.com. They're going to come out. They're going to do a complimentary roof assessment for you. Check out, see what you need, see if there's anything that needs to be repaired or replaced. They're not going to Take advantage of you just because you have insurance and be like, oh, needs a whole roof. And watch your rates and all go up unnecessarily. That ain't how they do business over there. If you just got a small section that needs fixed, they're going to fix that. They're going to go on about their way. Uh, they're going to be in contact with you the entire process. I, I know I've said it a million times, but I just think it's worth mentioning. All the reviews say they were in contact the entire step of the process. They, they were answering my questions before I could even ask them. And I never had to wonder where we were at throughout the process. And when they come, they show up. They have super professional crews. They're all going to be in their Watkins gear, Watkins trucks. They're 
going to take care of your landscaping and your property. They're going to clean up after themselves. You're never going to know they were there, except that you no longer had the problem you had before they got there. They're not going to be up on the roof with a bunch of loud music, bumpity bump, bump, bumping, uh, or cussing and all that stuff. That the kind of stuff. That ain't how they roll. So check them out. No more drip. Dot com. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing, right here in Central Mississippi. I right, mean, let's hit a few more text messages, and we're going to move on to our next topic. Ashley on the Guns and Gear text line says, "Corporal punishment is so needed in schools." These children are terrible, and there's no one to blame but the parents and the schools because the schools no longer do anything to hold the kids accountable. You know how I feel about the school, Ashley. It takes a village. I, I agree 100%, Ashley. I, real talk, and we've talked about this before. It, it, the school, it does require, um, it requires a village, and the school is part of that village. All these parents, and I'm going to guess it's the ACLU, and I mean, some probably some racisms, you know, is why we are claims, false claims of racisms, is why we don't allow corporal punishment anymore. You, you know, a bunch of Karens. My little baby doesn't need to get a spanking. If anybody's going to spank my little baby, it's going to be me. Well, you need to start spanking your baby, your little angel. You little Kang. You little future rocket scientist and engineer. You need to start spanking them. And by spanking, I mean close that fist up and punch them. (laughs) Kevin says, biggest crime we committed growing up as kids was sneaking out of the house late, late at night and stealing the chrome valve stem covers and putting them on our bicycles. Mongoose, GT, Mach 1, Diamondbacks, Redline, Hutch, Trickstar, just to name a few. My buddy Michael Applewhite, listening to this right now or later on the podcast, is going to hear that. and you know, He's going to start having a little, his heart's going to flutter. <laughs> he loves them old bikes. I do too. I would like to get a GT Mach 1 just to hang on the wall. And I can't play guitar, but I have one hung up at the house. I look at those old school bicycles, skateboard decks. By the way, free plug here, man. Jace Powell, they own a Revolution Bike Shop up there in Gluckstadt. And uh, Jace is an old school DJ, just a great dude. He's an alderman up there. But they have Lucky Town Skateboard Shop up there. I think it's connected to or it's inside the Revolution Bike Shop. They sell all the retro decks from the 90s, 80s and 90s. Your Powell Peraltas, your Santa Cruzes, like Visions. Like all those famous skateboard decks that we all grew up on that are just so iconic, the Bones Brigade stuff, they sell those up there. They're like, they're like, they're, you know, they're reprints or whatever. They do get the occasional OG ones, but, and they're not too expensive, man. If you got a man cave you're building, you're in your mid 40s, go get you a skateboard deck or two to hang up. I did. I don't have mine currently hung, but they're, I'm working my way back to it, I promise. And uh, they got all that out there. Make sure you tell them I sent you. Maybe I can squeeze a little money out of them for some advertising if we sell a few skateboard decks for them. <laughs> Love that stuff. Let's see here. Josh on the Guns and Gear text line says, We rode bikes to Crossgates Lake and fished in the 80s and 90s. Caught lots of fish. Yeah, man. I just don't see enough kids doing anything anymore. 
Let's uh, let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Morning. Have you ever? Did you ever when when the service is going on? You do something that your daddy don't like. When you're a little bit younger, he takes you outside and beats your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom did. Yeah, sitting up in church. I remember that. He taught you respect for that church. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just wanted to bring back, you know, uh, you don't, people don't even really realize it. My wife's been dead for a while, but, you know, a lady, uh, the right lady, she keeps peace in the family and keeps everything straight and keeps everything on schedule. We don't want to admit that, but, you know, it makes a big difference having the right one in there helping you. Oh, look, man, I said something on Facebook. I, I put a picture of my girlfriend and me on Facebook the other day, and I just kind of put the caption. It said, it said, fellas, you don't have to wonder if you got the right one. You'll know when you do. That's right. Amen. Amen. You ain't got to read a book about it. You ain't got to do anything. When you got the right one, you'll know. And you will also know when you don't have the right one because you, you'll be wondering, do you? And when you've got the right one and you get the look, you know. You know. <laughs> that the fa and the foe the, 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 the foe is shortly behind the fa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you have a great day today. You too, brother. Have a blessed one. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we gotta take our last break of the first hour here. We'll be right back. As we shift into hour two, I promise we're gonna get into some news and whatnot. Uh the the mayor of Athens, Georgia. Deserves to die, and I hope he burns in hell. We're going to talk about that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, just real quick, if you're looking for somewhere to eat breakfast this morning, burgers, blues, barbecue, Madison, down on the downtown side of Madison, Flowood, they're serving breakfast now right there at Dogwood also. The downtown Brandon location doesn't do breakfast. Man, if you're hungry for something to eat right now, burgers, blues, barbecue, Madison, and Flowood locations, they got it serving up, man. They got their famous little chicken uh, chicken biscuits. They've got their chicken and waffles and more. Check them out. And don't forget, all three locations are open for lunch and dinner every day. There's a blue plate lunch special and a they always have hamburger steak, but they alternate a second meat. It could be fried chicken. It could be fried fish. Uh, it could be country fried steak, so on and so forth, depending on what day it is. You can check out the menu at burgersblues.com. Uh, so we'll tell you about lunch in Jackson here in the second hour. Man, look, that was fun. Let's see if I can read a few more of your texts. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get into uh, Medicaid expansion in the state. I got some thoughts of it from a normie's perspective uh, we're not going to get into the math and the payment and all that. Uh, we're going to talk about Jackson, Mississippi being a sanctuary city. And I got some video of the mayor of Athens blaming the girl's death, Lake and Riley's death on Donald Trump being mean to immigrants. And uh, five years earlier, I got some video of him turning Athens, declaring Athens a sanctuary city. So we're going to talk about that and more. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back for hour two of the most incendiary show on the radio right here on 103.9 FM WYAB.